We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATB Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, the bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to Fireside Chat with Dr. June Knight. Well, hello, Brad. <laughs> I put in Bible and it didn't even let me finish. But anyway, it's all right. Uh, I was going to put in the description that I wanted to read a little bit of scripture with you this morning, Brad, or this afternoon. Uh, just for a minute, this won't last very long, but I just want to encourage you because uh, I know many are discouraged right now, and I just want to speak a word of encouragement into you, bride. And I want you to know, too, that beginning next week, I will be so happy uh, to be able to go back to doing these every morning on a regular basis. So I just want you to know that my heart is with you, and I'm very excited. And I can't wait to be able to do, get, do these full time again. So turn in your Bibles, bride, to 1 Peter chapter 2. Okay, First Peter chapter 2. And I want us to examine the word for a minute. So let's all pray. Lord, I just pray today uh, that you lead me and guide me in this word today, Lord. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would have your way. And Lord, I just speak peace to all my friends out there, Lord, with all the trauma that's happening in the world and all the things and the the arrows of the enemy and all the th attacks happening to the church lord i just thank you that you have a plan and that you have created all of us for such a time as this and lord i thank you that we are more than conquerors lord we are overcomers lord we are your children we're your sons and your daughters lord and i thank you so much lord that you love us and you're going to be with us through everything lord just like he was with the apostles in the days of old. So, Lord, we thank you and give you praise. We lift up your holy name right now, Lord. And I just want to thank you, God, for the opportunity to even deliver your word on YouTube. 
and to even deliver it across the airwaves, Lord. We just thank you and give you praise for this time together. Bless every home out there, Lord. Bless them. Bless their homes. Give them peace, Lord, and help them, Lord, to hear your voice right now more than anything. Let them hear your voice so they will know what to do, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, Brian, here we go. Uh, I'm in my work clothes, so just forgive me. Uh, but we're, I just felt led to go ahead and stop what I'm doing. Believe me, I've got people in the building working, uh, that needs my attention, but I just, I feel led of God that I need to do this Bible study to encourage you this morning, Brad, or this afternoon. Uh, so if y'all would turn in your Bibles to, uh, first Peter, first Peter chapter two. Now, y'all know I read out of the King James, okay? So I'm reading the Thomas Chain Reference and the Thompson Chain Reference Bible. Okay, first of all, let's go back to 1 Peter chapter 1 where he says, uh, okay, sir, in verse 11, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which is in them did signify when it tested beforehand the sufferings of Christ. How many out there can attest that Jesus suffered? How many out there can attest that Jesus died on the cross for your sins? How many out there can attest that he went through horrible things? Well, bride, we are no better than the Lord, are we? we we're about to go through horrible times. We're not used to this, bride, because we have been in the land of milk and honey. We, I mean, when you think about it, bride, we are like the children of Israel in that we have been in the promised land. God give us this land. It's the promised land. We turn around. We spit in his face. We left the Lord, and we, we just completely, I mean, even with the current president and his partnership with all the evangelicals, we just completely took it right out of God's hands and, and got in a prideful king like Herod. And it's our fault. It really is. We had the, we took it for granted. We, we didn't stand up and fight for righteousness when they began steamrolling us. We allowed, we brought all this on ourselves. But the point is, is that uh, well, here we are. Okay, so what do we do about it? The thing that we do about it is this right here that we're reading in 1 Peter. So it says unto in verse 12, unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us, they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost. Come on, let me say that again with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost and power. Uh sent down from heaven which things the angels desire to look into how many out there can attest that we have angels we have angels around us oftentimes bride i'll tell them thank you because i'm aware of their presence in the room and the way that they take care of me so oftentimes i will thank them wherefore gird up the loins of your mind what did he say again? Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Which means protect your mind. Guard your mind. 
uh, set a gate about it. Don't allow things in. Don't open that door. Okay, so he says, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober. What does it mean, bride, to be sober? Well, it means don't drink wine, don't drink beer. Well, being sober means not only that, but being sober is paying attention, not being asleep, not being in a slumber, looking at what's happening around you, saying, I'm awake. I'm alive. I, I see what's happening. I'm sober. Okay, so... Uh, let me see here. Okay, sober and hope. Come on. How many out there need hope right now? Hope to the end. That's us, Brad. This is the end. This is it. Nada. We're here at the end of times. Hope to the end. Woo, I just want to speak in tongues right now. The word of God fires me up. And hope to the end for the grace. What is grace, bride? Grace is not an excuse for us to sin. Grace is not uh, the once saved, always saved, demonic theology. Grace is, Lord, you've called me to Washington, D.C. with $9 in a suitcase. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how to be a, a correspondent. What do I do? The grace is sufficient for you. What does that mean? Oh, wow. Uh, you want me to do this and go in the White House? I'm only one person. Yes, my grace is sufficient for you. Oh, you mean you want me to go to Bible college with my kids with uh, only a dime? I only had a dime and you want me to leave my give away everything I got, get rid of my house and go to Bible college with, with my children with nowhere to live and my car packed full of boxes and a little U-Haul trailer full of boxes and you want me to go there. My grace is sufficient for you. Wow. Okay, so you're telling me to do all these things travel across this country with nothing but $20 and end up being a six-month tour, 36 states, 18,000 miles with nothing. My grace is sufficient for you. You mean I'm a single person and I'm, you know, I'm a big woman. I don't have any money. I don't have any support. I'm abandoned by everybody in the pit. And you're telling me, to go travel across this country and do all this. My grace is sufficient for you. Alrighty then. That's what grace is, bride. Grace is what's going to take us to the end. Grace is what's going to have us on that chopping block. Grace is what's going to face that enemy head on. Grace is what's going to tell the enemy, no, I refuse. You're not getting in this temple. I'm not putting technology in me. I refuse. His grace is sufficient for you. That's right. So let me read that again because we need to be encouraged. All right. Wherefore, this is 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, 
be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you. What? You mean when I go over there is where you're going to meet me over there? Yes. You mean over there on tomorrow in 2021 when they're rolling out the Great Reset? You mean you're going to be over there at the Great Reset? Yes. You mean when they come over to my house and they're going to want to vaccinate me and they're going to try to force me and they're going to put all these chips in me and all these shenanigans and throwing us on trains and all the other stuff they want to do to us? Yes, his grace is sufficient for you. We have been called for such a time as this, bride. I'm ready to preach this down, baby. We have been called for this. We have been built for this. We're the ones chosen for this. We're the generation. We are the last American bride, baby. God has called us. He will provide for us. His grace is sufficient for thee. He will be over there tomorrow just like he's over here today. His grace is sufficient for you. For his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me, and I sing because I'm happy. Come on, bride, and I sing because I'm free for his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches. Yes, he will, bride. He is over there. You got to go for it to flow. You got to obey, bride. Obedience is the key to your wealth. Remember, I told you, bride, wealth is not money. Wealth is flowing in the graces of God. Wealth is flowing in the pleasure of God's eyes. We live to please him, bride. We don't live to please the beast. Do you hear me? We don't have to please the beast. We don't have to please all these other evangelicals and all these other people that are choosing to partner with it. Why? Because they're afraid to lose their house, their car, their money, their friends, whatever. Who cares? His grace is sufficient for you. And then I think about that old Betty Jean song that says, um why no wait a minute not that one that's his eyes on the sparrow what's the other one? Oh, help me holy spirit it's on my i've got it on my spirit what is it um it goes with that scripture that says uh don't worry oh here we go don't worry about what you will wear don't worry about what you will eat. Don't worry about it because we've got to trust in the Lord. Trust 
and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. I'm telling you, bride, I'm encouraging you today because I know how bleak it looks out there and I know all of the things, uh, the tragedies that are happening. I am praying with you. I I am praying with you. I hear the horror stories. I, I hear the families who are having to make terrible decisions. People are leaving houses they have been with for 50, 60 years. They're having to leave everything that's about them, their, their whole identity is being changed. They're, you know, a lot of people are having to leave family members and, and uh, you know, they're, they're very rejected. I mean, there's some serious, this is what is so sad, Brian, about uh, the new episodic reformation, because when you see what they're doing with all these, it's always been this way though, but they're, they're uh, flowery words, you know, oh, God's going to do this for you and he's going to do this for you and it's going to be wonderful and glorious. And, you know, they're always, they're filling people with this. It's always over there. It's over there. It's over there. It's unattainable. It's over there. You just got to wait, 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 wait. This is what Brock was trying to tell you, Brad. When he tells you that when they tell you, oh, you got this revival tomorrow, everything's over there tomorrow, it's always like that. It has been that way for, I've been in the gospel since my 20s, full time, you're not full time, but you know, mostly. Uh, so now I'm 50, so 30 years. Uh, and it's been that way since then. It's always what's over there. And let me tell you something, Brad. If we do not realize, where we are at today. God is everything we need today. His grace is sufficient for us today. He is doing miracles in our lives today, bride. We should not stress over tomorrow. He is already over there. He's over there and he's right here. See, today we thank him. Lord, today we have food. Today we have a home. Today I'm able to talk to my children. Today I have this. Lord, you're with me today. And I thank you very much. Because I'm thankful in my heart for where I am today. And Lord, I trust you with my tomorrow. Because you will be over there again. So today I want to praise you. And I want to serve you today. So let me encourage you, bride. Don't give up your today for worrying about tomorrow. Yes, everything's going to collapse. Yes, everything, all these things are going to happen. Yes, 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 yes. But what good does it do your life? every day watching all these YouTube videos about all the different ways that the devil's going to kill you. Stop it. Praise him. Listen to what he has to say. He has a plan for you. He may tell you, 
you know what? I want you to go over there and I want you to start a business. What? That's right. I want you to do the impossible in the middle of the storm. What? You mean what? Yes. I want you to travel across this country with $20 of rod knocking and bald tires and a six-month tour with 36 states and 18,000 miles. God is the God of the supernatural. He is a God of uh, unimaginable blessings in the midst of collapse. The difference is, is do we hear him? And that's what I pray for you, my brothers and sisters, that you hear him today, that you have peace in your heart, that you um, would trust him with tomorrow. And even if you have got family members going crazy, most of us do right now. If you got family members out there suffering, if you're suffering, if everybody around you is suffering, this is your time to shine. I'm speaking encouragement into you, Brad, because somebody needs to be have their faculties together right now. Somebody needs to be the light in the midst of the storm. Somebody needs to be encouraging to others. This is where we come in. Being here at the office is such a blessing, Brad, because I have not been in one place settled down in seven years. The Lord's had me across this country one year here, three months here, two months here. Do this, do this, do this. I have not been settled enough to really have a good address, you know, where people can actually, you know, come and see me. But since I've been here, I've had people coming from all over the country. And it is pretty amazing. We had a family come in here yesterday. So cute. A husband and wife and three kids. So cute. And it, it was it was nice uh, praying with them and, and hearing their heart and what they're going through and praying for them and, and me being able to be a part of them and what God is doing in them and then praying for them and sending them out. That's my heart's desire. I had another family come in. I told you about this story, my UPS driver. I blessed him one day. God told me to give him my children's book. I gave him my children's book. He took it home. His daughter, his wife loved it. His kid loved it. So then they, he brought his whole family here one day. And Brad, it was the sweetest thing. They walked in and they were all dressed up and they looked so cute. And I looked at them like, you know, I feel like a mama, you know, Mama June. And I looked at them and I was like, oh. And I told them how proud I was. They come and visit me. Just so thankful. So they told me their story. I was able to pray with them about their story. I was able to partner with heaven with what God was doing with them. And I sent them out. And that that means so much to me uh, to be able to do that, Brad. But I can't stay on here long because my battery's dying. Let me see how much I have left. Okay, it says I've got uh, about eight minutes left. So I'm going to have to hurry this up. Okay, going back to chapter two. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you grow thereby. If so be you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. How many out there have tasted that the Lord is gracious? 
we have. To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, you also as living stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. How many can attest that we're the temple of God? How many can attest to confess that we house Jesus? How many know that we're a spiritual house? We're the temple of God. This is why we cannot let, let them inject us with nanobots and all that stuff because we cannot allow them to mess with our... This is sacred, Brad. You do realize this is a sacred territory here. This is a temple. You know, I'm the temple of God, you know? And so, uh, wherefore also as it is contained in Scripture, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believes on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. In other words, to people who are in disobedience to God, he's a stumbling block. But to those that love the Lord, he's a great pleasure. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a, ho a holy nation, a peculiar people. Are we peculiar right now, Bride? Yes. That you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness, come on now, into his marvelous light. He has called you out. He didn't call you to partner with the devil. He didn't call you to partner with Baal. He called you out. He called you separate because you are the temple of the living God. You are a representative. You are an ambassador of the kingdom of God. You are royalty and a holy priesthood before God. We, we represent what he is. When people come to talk to you, they want to know. Remember, Brian, I taught you about evangelism. When somebody comes in your little zone, in your little bubble, and they begin telling all their problems and begin telling you about how they're sick and everything's falling apart, that is God bringing it to your attention. Hello, the kingdom of God has come unto them. You have the solution. So then you ask them, well, may I please pray for you? That's all you got to do, Brad. Because you're praying, you're an ambassador, you're the kingdom of God has come unto them. So you ask them, you say, may I pray? Lord, I thank you that you, giving it all back to God because he's the man with the plan, he's the man in charge, right? You brought them to me. This is what they're facing. I come in agreement with heaven. And then you start going after that old devil. You tell him, take your hands off them. You will not lie to them anymore. They are healed in the name of Jesus. We come against all the lies that they're believing. Lord, heal them, you know, and you start claiming all this stuff, you know, because you are the kingdom of God come unto them. You are the solution. This is what I'm encouraging you in today before I get off here due to my battery, not YouTube, but due to the battery. 
you are created bride for such a time as this. The devil has beat us down long enough. Long gone are the days. We're not going to be beat down with children of God. We're going to be mighty warriors in this last day, ain't we? We're going to rise up and we're going to say, all right, God, you called us for such a time as this. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're in the army of the living God. We have a purpose here. We have a destiny here. We have a calling. And we're going to fulfill that destiny. And even if we're in one place and we're sedentary, and whatever God brings before you, he will use you exactly where you're at if you're taking care of your 90-year-old mama. And you sit there and you're like, I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of her being mean to me all the time. I'm tired of wiping her butt. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. God knows exactly where you're at. Come on now. He knows what it is that you're facing. He wants to use you exactly where you're at. So thank him where you're at. Thank you, Lord.